Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Retro Bliss Presents Pocket Reviews. I'm here with my friend, my sometimes enemy, my always partner in being unhealthy. But we're going to change that. Johnny. It's Dracula, Johnny, today. I've come and I'm going to play video games. <laughs> And the best of us when the rest of us just can't, it's Tim. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. It's the ghost of Tim. Whoa. And if you can't tell from Johnny's, uh, how do you do air quotes in audio? I'm doing air quotes. I see Impersonation. Uh, this is still Retro Scare Month. Uh, I believe this, this is who out. I am. Yeah. It's no impersonation. I am the the spawn of a vampire definitely some kind of spawn that's for sure um so yeah happy halloween i think when this comes out it'll be pretty close right pretty close next week yeah um and i'm just gonna do something good to eat (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i didn't know we're supposed to be doing impersonations i can't really do that many nobody yeah nobody told me i would have practiced my i don't have any impersonations i can do kermit the frog that's about it (laughs) That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. If I really think about it, I can do Yoda, but I feel like everybody can do Yoda. So, One, oh, and I can do, uh, 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 I can do two. Tim the Tool Man too. Go, uh, 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 good. Thank you. Johnny sounds like, uh, his Arnold impersonation mixed with Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Jorgen von <laughs> Strangle from Fairly Odd Parents. Throwback. So, if anybody's still left, uh, this is not the episode you were looking for. Uh, I said we were going to review Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. We've for the next lived long review. enough that we now are forced with the episode we don't deserve. But instead... Uh, i this... become the villain. All right. <laughs> I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a drink. When I come back, one of you is going to be muted. And spoiler, it's not Tim. That's a good drink. All right, so Retro Scare Month picked a super terrifying game this time. It's not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It's a Metroid Zero Mission. Woo! Because I went on a trip and played it pretty much the whole week, and uh, I basically conned these guys into to changing it to that pick. Metroid Zero Mission is 2004 Nintendo R&D 1. And if you don't know, this is a great episode to start with on your Metroid journey and a great game to start with because it's a ground-up remake and reimagining of the very first Metroid for NES, which was, of course, from 1986, so almost 20 years later. Um, and we've already said on various places we're going to be covering Super Metroid here in a few weeks. It'll be a few weeks still. So this is a good one to start with because it is basically... Mm, the original metroid plus we'll put it that way 
It was directed by, and these names, uh, my pronunciations. Johnny has a lock on the impersonations, but my pronunciations are the king. Uh, directed by Yoshio Sakamoto, uh, who was a legend. He directed Super Metroid and a bunch of other games. Uh, so, obviously, this isn't a remake from some whippersnappers. This is the real deal, you know, behind this game. Uh, the composers, uh, now I'm really going to get these names good. Uh, Kenji Yamamoto and Monaco Hamano. Uh, but Kenji composed tons of games, everything ranging out from Punch Out to Super Metroid. So, again, musically, there's some uh, real clout here. But, of course, that original Metroid soundtrack was Hip Tanaka, which a lot of these songs are based on. But the Super Metroid composer actually composed this one. So it's it's kind of a mix of both worlds there. But that's enough background. Um, guys, I didn't know whether we should save this for when we cover Super Metroid, but I think we just need to talk about it now. What's y'all's experience with Metroid in general? Well, I know we're doing it right now so we can get Tim's because mine's yes. fairly short. Uh, I had the first one, the NES one, and I have played it a little bit. Uh, I've since played the one for Super Nintendo, and that's probably the only two that I've ever played before this. So that's literally my experience. It's just those two. And um, I don't want to get into my feelings towards these types of games. I want to save that. Uh, but Tim, what about you? What, what's your history with the Metroid? Um, my history is I grew up with the original. I still have my uh, childhood copy. Um, I played it a lot. Um, I mostly used the uh, the cheat code, the Justin Bailey code, to unlock the end of the game and her other suit and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't discover Super Metroid until much later, though. I remember in school, everybody loved it. Um, then I the next game... I picked up in the Metroid series was, and this is my funny story is I've been telling you guys all week that I've actually played and beaten this one. Well, no, I actually had and beat fusion, which is a game on oh. the game boy advance that came out before this one. Yep. And if I recall correctly, fusion and the original Metroid prime game came out on the same day. Cause I think it I did. got them both the same day. So um, yeah, my journey ended with, a, with Metroid prime two was the last one that I played. And because I'm smart and stuff, my Game Boy Advance uh, copies of Metroid and my game copies of Metroid Primes are long gone. I must have no, traded yeah. them in 20 years ago, which is not good. But Yeah, because these games have not only held their value, they've gone up. Um, yeah. So for me, and I'm just going to be brutally honest, and, you know, I think some, I don't know, I feel like some retro gamers feel like you got to pretend like you got this long history with the series. But I've always been weird. I've gone on record about it many times. Um, we had at some point the original Metroid on NES, and I was too stupid to figure it out, which is not too surprising if you go back and played that. Um, it's not a game we bought new, but it's a game somebody loaned to us or something, and I just never played it very much. It was intriguing. Super Metroid is another one. I feel like I borrowed it maybe from my uncle for a long time and thought, now that's a cool game but never really played it. Just, I don't know, just stupid. I didn't really spend a lot of time with the Metroid game until Metroid Prime for the GameCube. And it is legit to this day, just oh, such an incredible game. Uh, Metroid Prime, 
just uh, it's one of those games that defined how I feel about video games. Yet I didn't think, you know what? Maybe I should go back and play all the old Metroid games now. I think what it was was I always thought I'm going to save those for a rainy day. I know I'm going to love them, or I think I might love them, but I'm just going to wait, you know. And here we are. I have not really dug into a Metroid game since the original Metroid Prime. I've dabbled, not really dug into one, until this past week when my family went on a beach trip and I dug into Zero Mission. I decided I might as well start from technically the start. And uh, so here we go. Uh, Graphically, I had the benefit of playing the original Metroid some this past week and seeing just how much they've changed for this remake. It's basically everything has been upgraded. Obviously, you know, the character models, the backgrounds are 16 bit or maybe even a little beyond in some points. Like they're very nice, but the actual like background backgrounds were just black in most of the original Metroid um and now there's different art that's obviously just created for this game and on top of that there's totally new areas or areas that are so changed that they might as well be new so when you say remake you know i think of like uh it's you know spiffier graphics or whatever but they created mostly brand new assets with some familiarity for these graphics and um I think maybe knowing it's based on the original Metroid does help because it is old school in some areas. But for me, not even compared to the original, just on its own, I think it's a fantastic looking Game Boy Advance game. Um, Samus's animations are so smooth. Uh, the, the backgrounds, there's just little, I mean, it's a kind of a, not really a dark game, but it's, it's not a game with lush, you know, tropical settings. But for what it is, I just think they added a great amount of detail to that original without losing the sort of isolated feeling. Uh, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, I agree. Um, it really uh, uses the Game Boy Advance um, abilities to make a very good game. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, doesn't it have kind of like uh, 16, not 60, but like Super Metroid-like effects where like, like enemies or things will actually come from the background to the foreground yeah there's definitely a lot of effects that there's not in the nes game uh what is like yeah. scaling effects and things like that for sure oh, yep um samus is like she's really colorful like i and like you said her animations are flawless the enemies look great um yeah no i think i think graphically i think it's beautiful i think it's probably some of the best the game boy advance could do honestly i think they took advantage of the hardware yeah, it, I mean, ditto to what, what y'all said. Obviously, this is a good-looking game. I mean, it's Nintendo for crying out loud. And uh, the thing it does really well, which is a hallmark, I think, of the series as a whole. I've never played the Prime games, but I've seen video of them being mm-hmm. played. Uh, but a hallmark of them would be atmosphere. Uh, oh, yeah. They do a really good job of that here graphically, of, uh, of just establishing an atmosphere as you're going from room to room and um, even down, like Tim was saying to the, uh, to the uh, enemy designs and stuff. Uh, it's pretty cool. How uh, like I would see like the little tiny, small thing 
uh, small little bug thing. And I was like, oh, I didn't see that before. You yeah. know, like I overlooked it the first time. And then I saw him again. I was like, oh, man, he's on top of it, you know, and oh, yeah. just really put a real dread on you because uh, I, you know, because uh, I didn't know how to get him off at first. And uh, just little things like that, you know, the, <laughs> and this is my fault, but my uh, the, the, the little beetle, they look like they look like the little beetles on Mario that are that fly. They go back and forth, and yep. and I think from Mario three, and it's Mario 3's fault. Uh, the the every time I see them, I think for a split second I can jump on top of them. <laughs> them. <laughs> oh and, yeah, because they look like you could be able to because they got a shell, uh, and uh, but you yeah. Here's a spoiler alert. Gameplay tip: you cannot. <laughs> well, Johnny, you're not stupid because, well, yeah. I mean maybe, but not in this case because you actually they want you to think you can jump on them. Uh, because spoiler alert, you get an ice beam later and you can freeze them and you can jump on them. So they are oh, platforms. So it's you can kind make anything of, a platform for the freeze ray. Yeah, sure. They, I think they're meant to look like platforms though. Cause it always, I remember in the original Metroid, I never made it far, but I always wanted to jump on them. I'm like, what's going on? You should be able to jump on these. Cause you know, Mario is what I knew, not Metroid. Yeah. Um, the, I think the only other thing, uh, well, not the only other thing, but one thing graphically that just almost, I don't know, I, I'm not saying it looks better than Super Metroid. We're not reviewing that game yet. But some of the bosses were like, I don't even know if I could quite picture that on like the Super Nintendo or Genesis. Like, I don't know if y'all made it to any bosses this playthrough, but um, they're very imposing, some of them, and very yes. just great art. Yeah, I thought the bosses... Uh, look pretty great i mean even down to that first one you're fighting that shows up from time to time that big uh like centipede worm looking yeah guy. oh uh, yeah he's pretty cool uh so that's awesome i will say just so this isn't a giant love fest to metroid uh graphically it does look great so i'm not knocking that at all but if you're like me and you have a terrible memory <laughs> my, my short-term memory is just plumb awful uh, the map helps me none because when I bring it up, it all looks the same. And all the rooms to me look very, very similar. So it was really easy for me to get lost and to get mad because I want to get back to a room that I saw before. Like, here's an example, right? I This is this is still graphically, I feel. But I, I saw where uh, an area where I know if I got bombs, I could blow it up and get to later. So I yeah. got my bombs. I'm like, well, I'm going to go back there and blow it up. Never could find that place again. <laughs> Yeah, and I looked on the map, and I was like, I don't know which room this was because they all look the same to me. <laughs> and uh, so that's it. It all looks amazing graphically, and it does a great job with the atmosphere, but it all looks the same uh, to me. Uh, sorry to burst the Metroid bubble there, uh, but but I will say that I know for a fact I'm in the minority here because I <laughs> I looked up uh, some reviews for this game. Uh, that's the only home uh, besides playing the game. It's the only homework I did. Huh. And because uh, I was getting really frustrated and I was like, do I need to get like a just a walkthrough? And I saw that the main complaint about this game, which was universally loved, by the way, uh, the main complaint about this <laughs> game was that it was probably for a Metroid game too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's what people were complaining about. So yeah. I'm by far in the minority here. Which, by the way, I have some comments about that complaining about it being too easy during gameplay but uh, i will say this is not this is circular argument but if you play the original metroid for a while 
you'll just praise the high heavens for how different the rooms look in this game. The original Metroid is just, which this game is based on, so some of that is left over as much as they did to change it. But you just cannot tell the difference in some of the rooms in the original Metroid to the point that it's just, um, it's really incredible to to remember how to get back to places. Uh, graphically, I don't know. For me, graphically, um, I thought there was just enough distinct between the rooms that I couldn't remember how to get back all the time. But that's kind of how the game's made. You don't really have to remember most of the time. You just kind of go a different way, and you'll usually find your way back, which I guess that's more gameplay. But anyways, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about the graphics. Runs super smooth. Uh, I think it's one of the best-looking 2D Metroid games, easily. Um, but, uh, yeah. Y'all have anything else to say about graphics? Um, the last thing about the... It is it is great how, um, like, in Super Metroid and stuff, they the areas are definitely distinct. Like, when you enter a new area, the whole... The, the oh, yeah. atmosphere and the backgrounds and the color scheme changes to let you know that you're somewhere different. Yes. So, which is pretty cool. That would have been nice. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and la- last thing is Samus's abilities and her different uh, guns and beams look amazing, in my opinion. They do, yeah. The Well, this is graphical. I, I love this gameplay and graphics. I love in Metroid, the way you get through doors is by blasting them open oh me too it's a small thing but i love it even the original metroid that you know that's where it started um and this one does such a better job of letting you know if it's working the red missiles i don't know if you remember this tam but in the original metroid the red missiles there's no indication that it's working on the red doors you just have to shoot it five times in this one you can tell oh it looks like it's hitting it and it's kind of blowing up you know but you still have to shoot the red doors five times, which is, you know. But yeah, I, um, I, I think I'll move on, move on to music because for one thing, this game is super, super influenced by Super Metroid. Um, obviously, a lot of the people who worked on that worked on this. And I think I'll save some of that for the Retro Bliss Super Metroid episode. But musically, it struck me almost immediately because it's been years, and I mean years, since I've played a Metroid game. And as soon as I turned it on, you know, sitting there on the couch at the beach, which was just, you know, great to have a week off work anyways. And as soon as the title music started, I'm like, it hit me deep. I'm like, okay, I've always thought Metroid music was good. I loved Metroid Prime, but it hit me different than it's ever hit me before. And then I realized what it is. Uh, Can either of you guess why I would just particularly just fall in love with this music? No. Okay. <laughs> the composer here or, or, here's or a memories. Hint. Here's a hint. Oh, you know what? I almost said that. Yeah. Yeah. Hip Tanaka, who made the original Metroid music, was one of the main composers on Earthbound. I'm like, holy cow! These have the same soul. This totally different. I mean, Earthbound is totally different music, but they're both this otherworldly, borderline eerie. Metroid more so than Earthbound, eerie, but also appealing. Um, and Zero Mission is, you know, not was not from Hip Tanaka, but it is based on that original Metroid. I'm like, man, it just hit me immediately. Um, you know, that said, I don't know how much the music is based on the original and how much is brand new. I think it's mostly based on the original. Um, 
I think obviously there's a game later in the series that had even better music than the original Metroid, but some of those eerie ambient tunes that just were not like anything else. And to realize that years later, he pulled some of that into Earthbound. Uh, I don't know. I just loved it. Um, that, that, was my, that was my main comment about the music, um, that just making that connection to Earthbound just really was cool to me. I mean, it's kind of subtle. Like you, somebody off the street probably wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that's the same guy that did Earthbound. But it's, it, it hit me kind of on a deep level right away for that reason. Yeah, I don't want to take away from your religious experience with it, but uh, my experience was much different. And I think it's because, um, A, I think Earthbound music is much better than this. That's just my opinion. Uh, B, one of my favorite soundtracks. Uh, B, I, and this is not this game's fault, but uh, later on for Retro Bliss, we're going to cover Super Metroid. So I'd already played a bit of it. And I remember thinking that the atmosphere and the music, like even through that first level, was incredible. I was like, whoa, this is really, like I wanted my speakers up, you know. Uh, I wanted to turn on my surround sound for this because it just sounded so good. It was really helping me set the atmosphere. And I think they kind of do that here, but it's just is nowhere near. And it's, and it's my fault for comparing them because it's probably not fair but I didn't feel it was near as good as Super Metroids. And that's just me going, I'm going to be comparing the two because that's the two I've played most recently and my brain can't help but do that. <laughs> I'm uh, not so, going to, oh, yeah, go ahead. But I'm just saying, so that's just how I feel. I don't think the music's bad. Obviously it's good. I mean, you got real talent making the music, but I just don't think it's anywhere as good as Earthbound or as good as uh, Super Metroid. That's just my oh, opinion. Yeah, I'm not going to compare them in that way just because I want to save something for my Super Metroid review. But, yeah, Super Metroid is is known is known for being next level. We'll just put it that way. Um, I, I mean, I do think the original Metroid, the music, <clears throat> it was not as well-known as Super Metroid for that. It was the start of it. It was like the, the kernel of it. And basically, I think the Zero Mission, the remake, basically fleshes it out so uh, no i would probably agree the music maybe isn't as incredible you know a super metroid because it is based on the original metroid just fleshed out but um i would say it's still easily for because it is an original game boy advance game um you know this wasn't on anything else top tier game boy advance and maybe not as atmospheric as some of the other metroid games um but yeah, I I just always wanted to have my headphones in. We'll put it that way. And I can't say that about every game we've played. So I I I kept the soundtrack on because I wanted to give it a fair shake, and because I know you loved it. Uh, but there were times where I'm like, I could be listening to a podcast now, <laughs> and that's probably very much sacrilegious to a lot of you. I think that what we're living in is a time when our brains are just rotted from having to have so many different kinds of entertainment at once. And Metroid, even though this is a more recent one, was made in a time sort of before that. And so I get it because if this was a game that say you had suggested and I just really didn't have that much interest in it, I don't know. It asked a little bit more of you like to get into its atmosphere. And if you're just not wanting to, like you're just not into it, I don't know, like it does ask a little bit more, I think, in that aspect, because it's not 
like I can't say any of the songs are super catchy. Like I'm not humming them. It's not really that kind of thing. But anyways, enough blabbering. Tim, what did you think? Uh, my, what hit me is, I mean, the original Metroid is the one that I played the most in my life. And, you know, when the opening with the music, the music that was taken from the original Metroid, of course, hit me the best, the most because yeah. nostalgia, because I always loved the music in the original Metroid mm-hmm. because it just it was desolate. It made you feel alone. It really yeah. added to the atmosphere. I mean, I feel like um, as cryptic as it is, the original Metroid on NES is just it's a marvel in what it is. Oh, it's unlike um, anything else. Exactly. So um, I'd say that, I mean, I really like the music um, and I just, I think it's, um, it's been, I haven't played Super Metroid very recently. I think I did a couple of years ago, so that's not as fresh in my mind, but for what this is, I think the, the music here is top notch for a Metroid game and for Game Boy Advance. I might as well go ahead and say, and I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm trying not to compare it to Super Metroid because I want that to be its own. I want to have that in my mind as its own thing. And it is kind of weird playing this game that's based on the original Metroid, but released years after Super Metroid. It's kind of weird, I admit it. But I have fallen in love with Metroid music. And even the original, like you were saying, just I don't necessarily think I like the Zero Mission music better because it's based on these brilliant. And I'm just going to say, I think the original Metroid music, uh, I guess, spoiler, when you beat, zero mission you unlock the original metroid and i did beat zero mission this past week and i've played a fair bit of the original metroid trying my best without a map or any kind of guidance um and just love even the 8-bit original just love the music um and maybe that makes me like the zero mission music more because it is kind of a beefed up version of that for the most part but yeah anyways um the gameplay so I'm going to start out with what Johnny was saying. The only uh, critiques I could find about this game that were like not just totally glowing were it's a bit too easy and a bit too short. And I and I guess I can get why people say that. It probably is the easiest 2D Metroid game. Like, I mean, it definitely is. There's no probably. But I think because it is more manageable in difficulty, it might be the most replayable 2D Metroid game. Now, I'm, I'm speaking out on a butt because I've never beat the original, you know, and I've certainly never beat Samus Returns on Game Boy, uh, although I do have it in the mail, hopefully. Um, but I think it's replayable because it's very manageable. And I think what you've done at once, even getting lost, is not going to be a big deal. Like, I think you'll be able to find your way for the most part. So... I don't know. I don't I don't understand. I guess when it came out, people were coming off of, you know, well, Fusion and then Super Metroid before that. And I don't know. I, I guess they just expect it to be harder. But basically, it takes the original Metroid. And the reason it's easier is because, A, you've got a great map. I mean, Johnny might roll his eyes, but great compared to nothing for sure. I think it's a great map because it doesn't show you everything, but it shows yeah. you enough. Compared to nothing, obviously, it's great because you have yeah. But that's what my wife said to me. My complaint about the map is it's literally just showing you all the rooms and they're all the same. It's just same after same after same. That's all it does. The um the thing that helped me was it would show you like if a room's a safe room or something like that. It does do that. That does help for sure. 
but there there came times where I'm like, I need to remember to come back to this room. And when I was like, I'm going to look at the map, and they all looked the same to me, and I never found that room again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a careful balance because they don't want to lose that sense of isolation and exploration. But at the same time, they don't want to go so far as to make you feel completely lost like the original one did. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a spectrum. So it just depends what kind of game you like, really. And I think, ironically, Johnny's biggest complaint, the opposite of, that, opposite of that is why some people didn't like it as much because it is easier to find your way around way more than the original Metroid. And there's a lot more health drops, basically. I mean, honestly, and, and I think Samus just feels more powerful than the original Metroid. Oh, and by she, far. She controls much better, too. So I mean, all those things are going to make it easier. But is that fair to complain about? I mean, she controls so much better. The original Metroid is a great NES game, but this is like feels so much more modern. And you do so, feel like you're you, know, and you do feel like you're getting stronger as you're adding these new weapons. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does a really good job of that. And as far as the length, that was the other complaint. I mean, to me, the Metroid games, they're not an RPG. You're not doing repetitive, mindless. Yeah, and this rhymes. is a handheld game, too. For right, life. yeah. It took me, I think it was six hours and 40 minutes. And I'm not the brightest tool in the shed. But that was my game clock. But here's well, the thing. People have bright tools in their shed. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not the brightest light bulb in the box of Happy Meal toys. Um, I had a rough childhood. <laughs> um. The thing is, when you have the game paused, which I did a lot to stare at that map screen because you just have to later, it doesn't count your time. Every time you die and have to restart, which I did have to on the bosses, despite people saying the game's so easy, it doesn't count that. So I think you could probably add a solid hour to 75 minutes to that time even. And plus, once you beat it, not only do you unlock the original full Metroid, but if you enjoy it, which it seems like most people who play it do, I think it's very replayable. It even encourages you to because you get a different ending screen, which, you know, is not a big deal, but you get a different ending screen to, based on how much you discovered, how quick you were. Did you uh, see these ending screens by any chance? I did. I cheated. Oh, man. Them up. That's um, Nintendo for you. Yeah. Did they I thought that cake? was hilarious. Somebody make a cake? <laughs> no. It, let's it's put not- it this way. You get a picture of Samus, and the more, the better you do or the faster you beat it, the picture of Samus changes yeah. kind of fan fan servicey and it's a oh. Nintendo game. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not, oh, man. Um, All right, I, I mean, I mean, it's pretty tame, but still for but, Nintendo, no, I, I, know I, what you're, yeah, I know what you're saying though. It's like, I do feel like it's just more attractive pictures. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Going to the beach. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she did I mean the, the first bar in one of them, she's holding a cocktail, isn't she? I, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, something I mean, like that, but, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it's, it's it's an odd reward, but I think I, I don't know. My point of all this is, I think because it's a smoother, easier, maybe more action-packed experience, it's more replayable than like the original Metroid. Like I oh, could come far. back to this anytime, you know. Yeah. So I don't right. think the fact that it's only six and a half hours is. I don't know. I don't understand that complaint. But we've been going. We've been going too long on this. Let me. Uh, let me just say real quick. Uh, you can run. You can jump. Uh, you can turn into a ball. That's one of her powers. You can drop bombs when you're in the ball. Uh, you can get pro tips here. Yeah, you can get into places you couldn't before. Uh, she'll upgrade her beam, which really helps and comes in handy for sure. Um, and uh, like you guys were saying, her beam even changes from there. Like she'll get a freeze array, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that's basically the gist of the actual controls. Is uh, 
going left or right and jumping. Um, I did think the controls were fairly good. Very good. Now I didn't, I didn't feel they're like Mario level good, but I still think they're quite, quite good uh, for sure. Uh, so uh, very, uh, you know, the fact that I can aim diagonal with a D pad was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, yeah. That's pretty boss. Uh, that's it's precise, precise yeah. controls. I'd say for sure. So, so, so this is one of the few games in which it had flying enemies, but I didn't find them near as annoying as other ones because yeah. I could take them out. Could actually aim at them and kill them. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah. So, I was thinking about the controls because I read this comment and it kind of hit me. And then it's like, oh, huh. There's apparently a sector of people, even some critics, who consider this. The words I saw, and I'm not, I'm just reading verbatim, and it was, I can't remember where it was from, but it was a major gaming site. Is that some people consider this the best controlling video game of all time? They wow. didn't specify side scroller. Wow. I was like, oh, really? That's like, well, I would, disagree, I would disagree with that, but it is good. So I think it's impossible to compare, like to me, like maybe Super Mario World. But they're, but when they say of all time, they are comparing it, whether they mean to or not. Well, that's yeah, what they're doing. Yeah. But I'm saying if you take like Super Mario World, like to me, that's hard to improve upon. But maybe where the which would mean from, it's the best controlling game is what. Well, I'm here's saying. what I'm saying. This has much more going on than Mario. So oh, no, it does not. I'll fight you. I'll fight you on this. It does. You're shooting in multiple directions. You're laying bombs. You're going into a morph ball. It's it's not running and jumping. Running and jumping is only part of it. So I guess I'm saying I don't think the running and jumping in this feels better than Mario. That's heresy. But when you take everything into consideration, and I'm not saying I agree with it being the best controlling video game. But I'm saying I don't see how this could be improved upon for the things that Samus can do. It's so smooth. It's so, I cannot, there was not a single time where it wasn't my fault when I got messed up. It was always my fault. Um, I would I would agree there. Like anytime I got hit or something, it was because of me. Like even compared to like, you know, I don't know, even like Mega Man, as great as those games were. And again, this is a much more modern game. It's a remake compared to the original Metroid for sure. It's just so precise, so smooth. Like, what do you think, Tim? I mean, do you think it's like I, that level? I mean, yeah, I'm agreeing with what you guys said. Honestly, the, the controls are top notch. Like I said, it's hard to compare. And I don't know if I could say they're the best ever, but I mean, they're definitely some of the tightest, best controls I've played on a game in a long time. And it's a handheld game. Well, it's Nintendo uh, RD1 too. I mean, so it's like yeah, I mean, best, yeah. best of the best, really. I guess that's the last thing that kind of surprised me. I was playing on it. I was playing on a DS lot, but for a handheld, like, yeah, yeah, it's it was really great because I played some Nintendo handheld games that cramped my hands. Um, oh yeah. But anyways, the last thing I'm going to say about the gameplay, um, and I guess if you don't want to know how the game ends, but come on, it's based on Metroid. I'll just say this: it does not end when the original Metroid ended. Um, you fight a certain creature at the end of the original Metroid, which, yeah. you know, the title might give it away. I don't know. But, uh, well, you fight multiple of those. And anyways, mothers and brains and things. But that's not when Zero Mission ends, which surprised me because I didn't realize this. And the most frustrated I got in the whole game is what happens after oh. the original Metroid ended. Yeah. Zero Mission when you're shot, and I guess, you know, it's not a story-heavy game. Just, you know, you get shot down, basically, and you're in your Zero suit, and you're freaking weak. And even Samus herself calls her little stun pistol pathetic. 
and it's, it becomes a stealth game. Yes. And basically. it's so tense and it really like, it was so tense. I couldn't play it for long when it got like that, but I won't spoil anymore. I'll just say that doesn't last as long as I thought it was going to. And it ends really awesome. So mm-hmm. I thought that was honestly going to be a negative for me because I was getting really stressed out um, with the zero suit part, but it ends great. You feel pretty powerful by the end. And uh, yeah. So I'm sure Johnny wants to talk a lot more, but do y'all have anything else to say about the general gameplay? Nope. I'll save my mind for my final score. All right. Well, I don't even know what order I want to go in. Um, yeah, dude, I just want Johnny to go first. Cause I actually like hearing his hot takes without us influencing him. I don't know if we would anyways, but yeah, well, go I'm, ahead, I'm pretty dead set on this. Uh, I'm really glad. Hey, I'm really glad you're both on this show to balance me out. Honestly, when it comes to games like this, because <laughs> I do know that this game is beloved. I looked at the review scores. Uh, everybody loves this game. Everybody does. And I can see why, but this, I, I played this game about at least two hours. I don't know exact time, but I gave this game at least two hours. And this is one of those games for me, for me. And just remember, just like any art form, video games are subjective. What, uh, you know, what clicks with me won't click with you and vice versa. That's just how it works. I wanted so badly, so badly for this game to click with me. I wanted this game to grab me and to have me like, oh, I gotta, I gotta beat this game. I wanted this game to be one of those. And despite all I had going for it, and I'll, I'll give the positives too, but despite all I had going for it, I never felt like it fully grabbed me. However, with that being said, I did still keep wanting to go back to it and wanting it to grab me. <laughs> so I think it does say something for it. You know, I've, there's been plenty of times on the show where I would say a game didn't grab me and I just didn't care if I went back and tried it. That is not the case with this. Like, I so badly want this game to be one that I want to talk about with you guys forever. You know, one of those type of games. And honestly, the fact that it hasn't fully grabbed me just kind of made me sad (laughs) because I really wanted to be on the same level with y'all when it came to this. But I just got uh, just everything just feels the same and looks the same. The controls, you cannot ever fault the controls. And it's like we said, the controls are a grade A, especially for a handheld. Holy cow. You know, that's and for the fact that you don't that you're using a D-pad. Uh, and it's that precise with aiming and stuff, that's that's pretty incredible. I mean, that's next level to me. So I would never, I would say if I was just great in the controls, although I would argue to them blue in the face that they're not the best of any video game out of all video games, I would <laughs> say that, holy cow, it's freaking good. And yeah. I would give the controls themselves like a nine and a half easily. Uh, but as a full experience, I thought this game does a fantastic job of as an any mentored game honestly of setting mood of atmosphere of making you want to explore especially when you get there originally like i wanted to see all the bad guys i wanted to see all these designs of these creatures i wanted to keep fighting that worm the giant worm guy <laughs> you know so i think it does a really good job of all that stuff um but it just never fully clicked with me and that's and i'm going to go ahead and say this to its to be fair to it that i think that's me i don't think that's the game the game doesn't do anything wrong really overall uh except for feeling the same and having a a map that while i'm glad there's a map and it does help (laughs) some for me i personally have a terrible terrible short-term memory 
And I'll just quickly say, hey, I want to remember this. And then I'll just forget <laughs> if I get distracted. I'm like those dogs went up and they see a squirrel. You know, that's <laughs> 100% me. And uh, so that's not the game's fault. That's my fault. That's, I mean, that's just, or I don't even want to say a fault. That's just how I am. And uh, so I had a really difficult time and I'd get frustrated if I saw a room like four or five times in a row. Like I kept seeing this one room. Uh, I was like, oh, man, this isn't what I want to go. And the rooms I wanted to get to, it took me forever to get to because I couldn't remember which ones they were. And looking at the map did not help me. Uh, but I did – I do want to go back and play this game again to help to make it want to – I think this is one of those games where I could probably end up beating it and be like, I still don't think it hooked me, but I wanted it to. That's how I felt playing this. And maybe that will happen with to me. Maybe I'll keep going to it. And unfairly, I have played Super Metroid before this. And – even though I've only played probably about uh, 45 minutes of that, I was really enjoying it. Uh, that's a spoiler alert for that one. But uh, this, and it's not fair to this one, but I just didn't feel like it was on the same level of that one. So with that all being said, this is obviously above a five. If I gave this below a five, I would probably need to go get myself checked out and make sure I'm doing all right. <laughs> There's a lot of quality here. Um, they knew what they were doing they were making this. I think if I... We're into these type of games. I'll be giving us a super duper high score, but I got to be fair and honest with myself. It never clicked with me, despite the fact that I wanted it to. Uh, I am still, despite that though, which tells you the pedigree of this game. Uh, I got to go above a seven because I think it's above a seven easily. And I wouldn't feel like I was giving it its fair due if I gave it below that. I feel this is a seven and a half for me, for me. So I'm giving this a seven and a half. And considering the fact that I never felt like it fully grabbed me, that's saying that this game has got some oof behind it for sure. I'm surprised, honestly. I did not expect a seven and a half. <laughs> well, oh. I mean, it's because I can tell, you know, you know, when there's there, there's these things, it's not just video games, but there's even movies and stuff like this where maybe the movie just doesn't feel like it's hitting you, but you want it so badly yeah. to. You can feel that, the quality, even if it's not yeah, connecting to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I felt here. And uh, again, I like to rate a game on. I was still having fun with it, so that helps a lot too. And I wanted to go back to it to see if it would hook me. And that's been for for this show. Uh, a lot of the games that we play that don't hook me in the first thirty minutes, I could care less about, and I just won't ever. It's very see true. Again. And I don't care to King go back Salmon. and try them again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I won't <laughs> even care to go back to. And this was different. This was one I really wanted so badly to hook me that I would keep going back to it. Cool, Tim. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to follow that up, but um, yeah. <laughs> More nuanced than we expected. Well, no, um, which is... <laughs> Wait, that was about to compliment Anna's slide. <laughs> I'll take it. it it's a comp you saw. <laughs> um, that, that's a community reference. Um, all right. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Um, so, man, um, I had a number in my head, and I'm just going to say it. That number is an eight and a half. Um <gasps> I, uh, I need to spend more time with the game, um, but from uh, playing the G- Metroid games I have played, and I do want to get back into this one and actually beat it because of growing up with the original and, you know, honestly, only ever beating the original with uh, codes or Game Genie. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. That's the only way I've beaten the original. Um, but this game is very accessible. It's playable. It's fun. It's got awesome controls, a good, it, it, I didn't, I mean, Samus has a really cool flushed out story, you know, and this is Mm -hmm. the beginning of her her story and she's a really awesome character. 
And um, I'm looking forward to going back and trying it and getting back into it. So yeah, eight and a half for me. Well, um, my one criticism with this game, my only, really the only thing that even matters at all is I'm not sure how I feel about the zero suit part at the end, but because it ends up being shorter than I thought and then it gets cool again, it's kind of a wash. So ultimately that doesn't affect my score. Uh, that's just the one time I was truly frustrated with the game, so I have to point it out. I'm just going to read what I wrote here because I think it'll keep me from babbling on too long. And so this will be my review. So some reviews called this one of the greatest remakes in gaming, and I have to agree with that. Having spent some time with Metroid, this is a game that lost basically nothing from the original Metroid um, unless harsh difficulty and being totally lost without a map is what you loved about Metroid which is fair, you know, but that's, you know, that's not me. <laughs> so unless that's what you loved about Metroid, it lost nothing in the transition. Um, compared to the game it remade, it has obviously much better graphics. Music that has that original feel, but is more fleshed out and reimagined on newer hardware. Um, but also many new areas or areas that are so reimagined that they are basically new. Um Gameplay controls that not only improve and modernize the original, but basically stand above nearly all of its peers. Like that's, for me, when a remake feels as good as the original or a little better, that's a success. But this went so above and beyond. Like it, like just climbed above most of its peers, we'll put it that way, um, in controls. Um and just was a super satisfying experience. I mean, it was a great experience. I think I started playing it maybe on Sunday. No, I started playing on Saturday, the evening we got there. And I was kind of sad because I do think by Thursday morning I had it beat. You know, I played like an hour, hour and a half each day. You know, probably an hour and a half each day. Um, but it was satisfying. I didn't feel it was too short. I was like, man, I kind of just want to restart it. But instead I started playing the original Metroid. And that just made me appreciate the original Metroid and this game more. So um, I'm giving it a nine. I'm giving it a nine. Nice. Um, yeah. Stay tuned for Super Metroid to see if I think it's better. But yeah, I, I have no qualms about a nine. I think, uh, yeah, I can't give it less than that after having played through it. So that's Metroid Zero Mission. Very much pocket approved. I guess close it's not, to a dime. It's close to a diamond. It's as close to a diamond as we've come. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew it wasn't going to hit it because I knew Johnny wasn't going to give it a nine just from the comments he was making. But honestly, his seven and a half is higher than I thought. I wanted I wanted it to be a nine for me. That's how yeah. that's how much I wanted this game to, to click with me. Let's put it this way. Um I have a bunch of toys in front of me because this game's done that thing to my autistic brain or whatever it is. I've just got to have all the Metroid now. <laughs> this was, this was kind of the, the respringing board. You know, I, I adored Metroid prime and now I'm about to adore the 2d games. I have a feeling, but I'm going to be fair and uh, I'm excited that I still haven't played through all of them. So that's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of playing a game next time on retro bliss pocket reviews, it's my pick. And guys, I hope you're ready for this. I hope you're ready to get a little loony, a little toony, some may say. Ooh, Metroid 2 Samus Returns. Yeah, I would oh, do that sorry. to myself. Uh, 
for the Game Boy Color, we're going to play Daffy Duck in Foul Play. Oh, all right. We're going to cover. We're going to cover uh, Daffy Duck Foul Play. Spoiler alert: I uh, played this game uh, before, and that may be why I picked this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I'll say. Daffy Duck Foul Play, uh, a Looney Tunes game, uh, just in time for Space Jam that came out months ago. <laughs> I, I may or may not have also played that game. We'll see. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I'm excited because uh, with it being a Looney Tunes thing, it could go either way. It could be surprisingly good. It could be hot trash. Yeah. yeah. And I have no idea, so we'll find out. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Will it be a diamond? Stay tuned. Will I give it a higher score than Metroid? <laughs> You'll probably give a higher score than Final Fantasy VI. Oh, that's that's a given. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So for uh, Trevor, for Tim, I'm Johnny. Uh, thank you for your support and listening. And, of course, happy Halloween.